Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what happens when you attempt to communicate with the dead in Gettysburg? Well, you communicate with the dead in Gettysburg. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. Welcome to the program. If you'd like a commercial-free experience, along with getting advanced episodes of the show, weeks before the release to the public, the full archive, which is the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, and bonus episodes on top of all of that, every single week, then sign up to be a premium subscriber of our show, an extra podcast person, as we've called them for years. You can do th- do so through Apple Podcasts, even try it for three days free. Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories or our other website, ghostpodcast.com to get in on all of that. It's Tony and Carol Hughes with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on? I want to share a sweet story with you. A sweet story. Yeah, and I don't want to cry, but um, I okay. kind of told you about this a little bit ago. But um, so y'all know my dog died and he was uh, 16 and seven months old and I lost him in August. So it's been a while back, right? Mm-hmm. So um, this, this girl I know, and I would say a friend of mine, but really she's more like someone I know. You know, kind of those acquaintances that you see at parties and you're like, hey, how you doing? But you never get together and go out for dinner or anything. Sure. You know, those kind of friends. So anyway, but I've, she's a nice person. always liked her. So she moved to Abu Dhabi and she's been <laughs> living in Abu Dhabi, right? So, okay. Okay. Where is Abu Dhabi? It's like, it's somewhere around. Is it in the I Middle gonna, East? I was going to make a joke. It's somewhere around Minneapolis. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's very the, hot there. And this is what I, what I remember Abu Dhabi for. And there'll be several who I'll go Abu Dhabi. Because we're going to get it wrong and somebody's going to correct us anyway. When I was a kid, I watched Garfield and Friends. And uh, Garfield was always threatening to ship Odie, the dog, on Garfield and Friends to, to Abu, Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. That was his. Abu line. Dhabi is the capital of the United Arab Emirates. Okay, so that's where it is. Okay, I didn't know that. So, um, so she she taught school forever, and then she decided I don't know how old she was, probably in her fifties. Go to Abu Dhabi. Did exactly. She goes, you know what? I want to try something really different. I want to live someplace different. She moves to Abu Dhabi. She's teaching mm-hmm. um, English English speaking kids, and um, she gets to travel to yeah. all these exotic places, right? So she always loved my dog very much. But never met my dog, but loved my dog. And, like um, oh, through your Twitter or your yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram post? Yeah. Okay. I mean, everybody loved my dog. Yeah. He was very, yeah. very adorable. And he was always going on adventures. He was just an easy guy to like if you never met him before. And Carol is selling locks of his fur for twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> if you'd like to have that good luck. creepy as shit. I don't even have a lock yeah. of his hair. Anyway, so... Um, so after he passed away, my sister says to me, you know, you should make one of those books like you do on Shutterfly or whatever. Yeah. And she says it really, she goes, I did it. It really helped me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to make a book. Yeah. So. Just as much as you want to earn from a ex-coworker. Oh my God. She sent me a Facebook request. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm like, oh my God, 
No, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Um, recently, like. She oh, did. really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's another story you probably heard about before. So my friend who's in Abu Dhabi, she's very um, her, sorry for me because my dog. Mm-hmm. She reaches out to a couple friends of mine and is like, I'm thinking about doing a book about Buddy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. So they that's, help her yeah. with it, right? And so she, uh, over the Christmas holidays, she came to my house and gave me this book. And of course I looked at it and I burst into tears. And this is a really nice book. Mm-hmm. Like it probably, she had to done a major deep dive on my Facebook page. And how well do you know her? Like if I saw her in the bar, I'd be like, Hey, how's it going? Like, okay. But I, I don't have her phone. You haven't or anything okay. Like okay. That. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so she brought it over and it's like 40 pages yeah. or zero. Like it's a lot of pages. Like it's this beautiful coffee table kind yeah. of book. So she goes back to Abu Dhabi and I sent her a message and I posted about it on Instagram. I yeah. got a bazillion likes and comments and stuff because sure. he was so adorable. And so I sent her, I sent her a message and I said, Hey, I just want to want you to know how much that meant to me. And yeah. she said, you know, it was really weird. Um, that I even did the book. And I said, agreed. <laughs> like I said, but what's yeah. interesting is that my sister wanted me to do a book, but instead I got a book that's written first person. Like buddy talks like it's, ta- it talks like I do this or I did that, or you took me here. You took me there. Yeah. So it's written in first person. And so I said, it's like, it came from my dog. Like he was saying it to you. Right. Yeah. And she said, that's really weird. You say that because that's how exactly how I felt doing it. She goes, I had this overwhelming um, need to put a book together for you. And I have no idea why. Has she ever done this before for Mm -hmm. anyone else in Mm -hmm. any way, shape or form? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did she? She's just like, I always loved your dog, but she goes, I just one day. And it reminded me of if anybody's ever heard the episode I did about the guy I dated, Doug, and I did this painting and I had this overwhelming urge yeah we've replayed it like 30 times <laughs> right okay so that happened it usually gets a lot of listens so it's yeah. like what do we need today <laughs> let's have carol reliving the saddest experience right. of her life strictly for ratings which it was a sad experience um but it was very like it was very weird i had just this overwhelming feeling that i needed to do that and then I realized I needed to do it for his brother. Yeah. I needed to say something to his brother. So for her to say to me, I just don't know why. I just felt compelled. Like I was moved to do this for you. Yeah. And I'm like, and you wrote it in first person. So that made it like it came from yeah. my dog. It's and so she unique. Goes, she goes, that's what it felt like. How? So she's yeah. living in Abu Dhabi. My dog dies, and she feels so. She moved. writes the book in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's yeah. So interesting. And seriously, I haven't. I follow her on Facebook. Like I Maybe comment your dog a lot was on Odie. Stuff. Maybe Odie was your dog, and uh-huh. Garfield shipped him to Abu Dhabi, and then maybe that's that makes that's sense. so weird. But it was just, you know, it's like. She commented on lots of buddy posts. I yeah. comment on lots of her because she takes fantastic vacations. Like 
places I'll probably never go to. She didn't like them trying to get you involved in a multi-level marketing scheme after not this yet. time. Okay. I mean, that could still All happen. these vacations and all that. And like, she could be, I heard you needed a cleansing. And then she'll be like, you know what? Uh, like, cleansing like, is yeah, that like, code? Yeah. I can bring your dog back from the dead. Join me at the uh, Pomorta Holiday Inn. Uh, With $500. And if that was the case, yeah. I'd show up for that shit. I'd be yeah. like, you got my dog? Dog's back. Be $500. Like, but it'd be like, it'd be like, well it'd be like Pet Cemetery, where it's like, it's the dog, but it kind of wants to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> but it sure does look like my it dog. It sure looks like, and he acts like him too until you fall asleep. <laughs> so we just sleep in, in different rooms, and that's okay. That would be a great horror movie someday. It's called Carol's Dog. <laughs> oh, don't do and, that. and that's like Carol's Dog. No, what happens when the most the beloved pet returns? When but she I makes think, a deal just, with the but, devil. But we've talked about it before. Like, you know, people have been like, oh, you're going to see him in dreams. And I kind of yeah. did once. and But I haven't had any, like, experiences, anything at all. Well, that right there was an experience. That was, it may not have been a, you know, like you having it in your dreams. That is so bizarre, but right? very interesting. And uh, we've had guests on the show on um, the Grave Talks. Uh, specifically, where it's been people involved with pets, um, whether you have kids or pets or neither. Uh, it's a story about snuckles. Um, <laughs> like five people got that. Um, but it was uh, a story about uh, pets coming back or a lot of people who've like literally been pet psychics. I've had psychics on that show who have told me what my dogs thought about me. And I don't know if I believe them, but it was kind of interesting. And it was kind of it was kind of accurate yeah. to a certain extent, about to the certain extent of my Chet Jameson bowling psychic uh, <laughs> bits that I did a long time ago. Where you got a seven ten split there, that means your uncle wants to <laughs> say I'm sorry. <laughs> Which uncle? I, I'm getting a name. I'm a uh, uh, and it's your mother a, was a, it? Your mother's oh father's. It's a mother father. It's my dad, Bill. It's Bill. It is Bill. <laughs> He said he oh, did some bad things I, to you once. He did. He says he's sorry and he'd like to buy you an order of nachos. So I'm going to buy that right now for you in remembrance. Nachos, please. And that would be the bit. And people would be like, oh, my God, I believe you, Chet Jameson. <laughs> and he was a country singer on the side. He was a bowling psychic that I used to play on country radio at <laughs> night. And the thing is, everybody fucking believed it. I should, uh, I, I know where the tapes are. I just found them when I'm packing up here. I should, I should bust some out. And uh, oh, that'd be I've been to trying to convert them to digital, but I always get, I, I always forget about it. I have a boom box that has a USB drive and you press the tape and it tapes it down to the USB. Oh. I'm trying to convert my archive of top 40 radio and country radio for the last 10 or more than well, what was 10 years ago at least when it started and then the 20 years prior to that because there were some fun bits there was some funny shit that i did that i look back now and cringe horrifically and there's some things that you probably never see the light yeah, of day Chet again jameson bowling psychics about Chet, as yeah. good as it comes Chad jameson was a uh that's pretty good he was great <laughs> i wish there's a way to bring him back on podcast i'm sure there's a way it's some i don't know i don't know how i do that uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your <coughs> real ghost stories with us. I should have muted both mics because you can hear me coughing off mic over there. <laughs> um, let's go to our first story. It says, I've had quite a few paranormal experiences in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. 
I'd like to share one. I live about 90 minutes outside of Gettysburg, and I love visiting the quaint town a few times a year. Not only for its history, but for the many shops, restaurants, museums it has to offer. You've been to Gettysburg before, correct? No, sir, I have not. You have I want to go. The amount of times you talk about Gettysburg, I could have... I'm fascinated sw- by it. Yeah. Very fascinated by it. But I've never been there, so <laughs> that's on my list of places. We should, end, we should book a show out there. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. That'd be so awesome. We get a ton of people for that. Let's do it. Yeah, that would be a fun one. Gettysburg is also one of the most haunted towns in America. About 15 years ago, I had just learned about EVP, what it was and how to capture it. For those who may not know, EVP stands for Electronic Voice Phenomena, which basically means capturing voices of ghosts on an audio device. So, I decided to experiment with it at Gettysburg. I purchased a handheld tape recorder, packaging tapes, and brand new batteries and headed out to Gettysburg. This was back before they had digital recorders, or at least before I could afford one. Anyway, when night fell, I headed out to one of the most haunted areas on the battlefield called Sacha's covered bridge. I had taken my father along, not only for safety, but as a witness, should anything paranormal happen. Okay, do you know anything about this bridge? No. I've never heard of it. I quickly opened my tape recorder, took the batteries and tapes out of their packaging, and inserted them into the recorder. It was close to the time for the park to close, so I wanted to get my experimenting in as soon as possible. No one else was around. It was just my dad and I out of the car while my dad waited walked about 300 yards away close to the water's edge knelt down and started to ask questions in total i asked about 10 to 12 questions like what's your name you know what year it is where are you from etc i finished up with a question do you need help i have to say i felt like a total idiot talking to the air i had no idea if this thing was going to work or not when i finished I rewound the tape, put the recorder up to my ear, and started to walk back to the car. After each question, I heard nothing. Then I heard myself ask the last question, Do you need help? To my absolute shock and surprise, I heard the voice of what sounded like a very young male reply, Yes, I do. I couldn't believe it. But there it was, an intelligent response to a direct question, but... Where did it come from? This has been under conditions I had controlled because I was using my own equipment. I knew the recorder, the batteries, and the tapes were brand new. I'd taken them out of their packaging myself. Also, as I said, there was no one around. It's an open field with a body of water running through it. The voice that I caught on the tape sounded like it was standing next to me. It was what they call a Class A EVP. The voice was clear. I could definitely tell it was that of a very, very young man, maybe late teens or early 20s. However, it sounded like he was standing behind plexiglass. I heard absolutely nothing with my own ears, yet the voice was there on the tape. That night I came to four conclusions. One, ghosts are real. Two, EVP works. Three, Gettysburg is haunted. And number four, I had been in contact with a Civil War soldier. I wonder if he could see me. 
Prior to that night, I had been on the fence about ghosts and paranormal experiences. After that event, I'm now 100% a believer. Again, the equipment was mine, and I knew it wasn't tampered with because it was brand new. I heard nothing with my own ears. The voice was only heard on the tape and only right after asking my question. I couldn't wait to get back to the car to play it for my dad, who was just as shocked and stunned as I was. Since that night, I've been back to Gettysburg numerous times. I've had other paranormal experiences there. It's truly an amazing place historically and paranormally. Thoughts on that? Okay, so... So you ask... And this is just a what would you do. Mm-hmm. So you ask a question like that. Do you need help? Yeah. You're walking back to your car. You hear, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Do you turn around? Because, like, you, you asked, asked a it. question and, yeah. and you heard, yes, I do. You better be prepared for the response. And then do you feel kind of obligated or... And, and he or she never mentions, like... There's no follow-up uh-uh. to, like, how can I help So I'm you? assuming it was like, oh, my God, they answered me, but... He didn't realize it until later, though. Yeah. yeah. On the way back to the car, though. That's where... But the uh, yeah. park was closing. So then do you feel obligated to go back and, and see if you can connect again? And mm-hmm. can you help? And can you do anything? Like, what well, who, would you do with that information? Uh, who's ever really, truly been able to go, oh, shit, okay, let me, let me come back. Oh, you want to? Okay, you want to go to heaven? Let's do that right now. Let's bring the doors open. And no, I, mean, you, I mean, do you feel like you should do something? Like, do you go back and say, "What do you need?" I think it's a dumb question to ask, honestly, because really? it, it, it's like what? And no offense to them, but it, it's it's what are you gonna do? I mean, I guess the question, but what are you gonna offer? Yeah, you, you know, can't do it, unless you're someone that's qualified to offer some way of crossing over, you know, to do that or whatever. I don't know. And I think a lot of ghosts don't even want to be crossed over. I think a lot of them are completely happy where they're at. It's a very human uh, a living assumption of us that, oh, you must want to go this way or that way. I don't know. Sometimes I Maybe. think they're just cool where they're at. You know, I don't and if all these years have passed and you're still like, I could use a little help here. Sure. And some may say that, some may not. But it, we always have to but then respond appropriately. But there just seems to be this mass oh. assumption that they all want to go to the light. And I just thought of it in a different way. So yeah. maybe Civil War Battlefield, you ask a question, do you need help? You get the answer. They need help against the other, the enemy. Or or their lane, they're injured. Yes, I need help. Yes, I need help. So that's what's left the last thing in the universe at that point. Yeah. For that person or in that situation, a lot of people, a collective, yes, I need help. Because what is that? If that's a conscious entity answering you, yes, I need help. Are you sitting there like in eternity, like just suffering on the field? Or, or is that not truly like a soul? It's just some sort of thing that just keeps saying, yeah. yes, I need help. I need help. I or need help. is it just like you were in the right spot at the right time when you asked that question and picked yeah. that up? But is the yeah. general, because maybe, you know, Gettysburg, a lot of people died there. So in that particular place, there could have been a lot of death. Yeah. So when you think about all the death that happened in a small, I mean, it was yeah. a big 
area, well, yeah. but a lot of people died. Very, I mean, it's a place of a lot of negative energy. I mean, just yeah, by nature so of what it's happened. Kind of the energy itself is, is what it, you're picking up. Is on? it something trying to lure you in and be like, yeah, I'll answer your question. Yes, I do need help because. I'm Beelzebub. <laughs> you know, something like that. Talk. You know, that could possibly be. Stop it with the demons. What? Yeah, the demons are fun. You know, the <laughs> demons are uh, are part of it. Right, Chet? Yeah, it's exactly right, Tony. Chet over here at uh, Lane 35 at the uh, Bowl of Lavia. It's a great night here. Nachos are on sale. Only 50 cents if you want to add extra jalapenos. We got them for you over here. Chet Jameson out. That's how Chet used to talk. Kind of love him. Then we'd have the bowling pin sounds. Love we should Chet. bring Chet back. We really. Then we got a spare. You know what that means? Yep. Your oh my God. uncle's talking to you. Oh my God! Look at this. Uh, oh, I think what we see here. This. Look at the way those pins are lined. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The one, the four, and the eight are still standing. That's a rare combination of pins. Let me tell you. And and who is it you wanted to speak with? My aunt. Your aunt, I'm getting a name here. I'm getting a... Uh, and you wait for someone to actually fill in the blank? Erin, yes. Yes, Erin, that's exactly who I was speaking with. She's right here. Oh, my goodness. She tells me, you know what? She's got a secret for you. You know what? You need to go to Branson, Missouri. And you need to go and visit Mr. Jim Baker. He is sitting there waiting to sell you some water that's going to cure COVID. It's going to send you to heaven and back. And it's going to break you more beautiful than Tammy Faye ever was. I need you to go there and get that special water. Get the food supply before the Russians invade. And it's going to be the best thing you have ever done. Wait a second. That was Chet Jameson. I'm sorry. It's Jim Baker. I, uh, I just, I'm sorry. I, uh. It's kind of a, you know, I need to do a, you know, make some extra money. Okay, Jim, thanks. I need this bowling alley in my life. <laughs> I don't even bowl, but need, I'm going to take it up. We need more Chet Jameson in the world. Because <laughs> I'm going to go bowling and I'm going to get me everything but the one, eight, the 12 or whatever you just said. Excuse me, ma'am. I need another uh, scorecard down here. Yeah, I've been getting all them X's. All them X's. Look at them triple X's right there. Oh, my goodness. Are you a junior this year? Oh, my God. Chet, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I've been uh, I've been locked away for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still Jim Baker. I just... Uh... <laughs> it's hard. You're it's hard. hard. Yeah. It's hard. You that's never really know. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Leonard says, my name is Devon. I'm an Air Force spouse, born and raised in Wichita, Kansas. Where I, hey. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Me. I live there. I used to live there. That's where I met you. Was uh -huh. in, in, I love that town, actually. In Wichita. I fled it. Uh, we <laughs> did. I see. You know, years, looking back, it's a nice town. I have, I, like I, I have nothing against Wichita. We have two kids, a boy, a girl. I've always considered myself to be an empath, but never thought I might be sensitive to the paranormal. To back it up a little bit, when I was eight years old, my family and I lived in a house over 100 years old in Millwood. My three brothers shared a master bedroom. One night I slept in their room. I woke up in the night with my underwear pulled down to my ankles. So 
thought maybe my brother was pulling an innocent prank. No, it was just me, Jack Jameson. That's fucked up. But no one was awake. So I pulled them back up and brushed it off as nothing. Other than Jack Jameson. Oh, my God. I'll be watching you every breath. You. Fucked up. Um, bundled up in a blanket and went back to sleep. It's important to mention at this time, my youngest brother would sneak out of his room and come sleep with me and mine. So one night, not long after the incident, my brother's room, I woke up in the middle of the night to a shadow figure at the end of the bed. As soon as I said my brother's name, the figure disappeared. I were being frightened, but I bundled up in my blanket, went back to sleep. Nothing more happened, but I remember being generally creeped out in this house. The storage room out of the barn garage gave me the super creeps. By age 10, we had moved. Fast forward to 2013, my husband and I moved into England only a year after the birth of our son. And while I was pregnant with my daughter, we lived in an Air Force base called uh, uh, Milden Hall. Soon after the birth of my daughter, my husband deployed. My newborn daughter slept with me every night. There was something evil in our master bedroom. I couldn't sleep well between nursing my daughter and the evil thing only a couple yards from my spot on the bed. One night, I felt like someone was standing over me, just watching. When I woke up the following day, a tiny bit of varnish had been scratched off my headboard. It was only me, my infant and toddler in the house. I later attempted suicide in this house. As a result, we were rushed back to the States. I, we live in Louisiana now, an Air Force base and an 80-year-old duplex. I'm doing much better, but something is lingering in our separate or in our spare room. This entity only seems annoyed, but not evil. I'm not looking forward to any more paranormal experiences, although we'll be back, we will be moving back to my hometown in about eight months. Hopefully by then I'll have listened to enough of your podcast to know what to watch out for when shopping for a forever home. <laughs> As a side, it's like we're fucking property brothers. <laughs> <laughs> when you're looking out for a room, let's get a chip, a good tip from Ch- Chet Jameson. Well, I think here's what you need to do. Look for the demons that are going to actually accent your lifestyle. Demons that mean the best. Demons that will help make you have a happier home. Lots of apple-scented potpourri in every room is what you want. Lots and lots of potpourri. And after you got the potpourri, lots of jars of peppers and olive oil spread in every room on every shelf that will keep the demons away and that every night before you go to bed say a little prayer and whisper into your husband's ear I wish you were Jet Jameson now honestly I think you need to stay away from shiplap but other than that overdone. Do the it's whispering every, it's thing. Everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of, yeah. Um, uh, the, the continuous. As a Domino's delivery driver, it helps my work they go by fast. All the best, Devon. We actually had Domino's tonight. We, we did. We did. We, uh, yeah. Because Carol's actually physically here in We're the studio. We're actually doing this live. And She's together, here. And we never do this together, yes. looking at each other. Yeah, this is weird. weird. Yeah. But because um, I just keep it's staring kind of- at the at the computer because I'm not comfortable seeing other human beings. <laughs> it's like, in oh, life. There's a person so, so always avoid her eyesight. Like what? Um, yeah, it's good, Carol. I'm looking at the other side of the room, but you know, that's how it works. <laughs> that's a good way for me. <laughs> I think um, that person 
needs to find a nice house like mine that doesn't have a bunch of crazy shit happening. Murder she shed. But I have to wonder. I mean, I got a murder she shed. I mean, things need a place to go. Mm -hmm. But at least, you know, there's a designated place. But I would have a real problem. Like, I think with that person's history and some creepy stuff has happened. Um, I think that, um, especially when she's talking about the current place and the the spare room and it's the dark energy over there. Mm -hmm. Like, that stuff gets in your brain. You know, you can feed off of that. How many That feeds off of you. How many spare rooms just feel weird in people's houses because they're the rooms that people have used for weird shit? Where, like, especially if it's an older house, it's like, well, we got that spare room. We could do that in there. And it could be anything from, like, that's the exercise room to that's the Ouija board room to that's the dungeon room. You know, to, that's the one that great grandma was in after she died. Exactly. There's so many. The spare room. There's another movie right there. The oh, spare yeah. room. And it's just, it, it just follows a room of oh my like God, let's weird get Prince shit. Harry in it. It'd be the spare in the spare room. Hmm? Prince Harry. He's got the That'd new book great. out, The Spare. So it'd be like The Spare in the Spare Room. <laughs> he can, <laughs> he can tell some more stories That's about it and profit. Yeah. Profit we'll off of how. some more money. Yeah. I'm profiting off of how difficult it was to be a royal. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, isn't that pretty much what we're talking about? I mean, we're talking about someone who, I, uh, what? Okay. And then, did you have a dysfunctional family? Yes, you. Many, did. many people Absolutely. did. Absolutely, I did too. Mm-hmm. And dysfunctional, and we had no money. <laughs> like it's just yeah. everybody's but, got. But their you know, shit. the healthier thing to do, honestly, is to just focus on your life today and and make that what you want it to be, and not bitch about it for profit. And he's got. Two adorable kids, and Just he loves thought. his wife, and I think your life's good. I don't watch. I have not watched any of it. I really don't give a shit about any of it. Um, I just don't. I, I don't see the worth my time. Well, and I'm thinking all he's doing is giving them more episodes for The Crown. They can keep yeah. on going with like a zillion more seasons with his it's information. Like, let's just keep the drama going. <laughs> like, I don't know. What's the point? Um, I, I, I have very little pity for anyone in... A situation really like that. You have the world in front of you. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You already left. Go do it. Cool. Do, it. do what you want. And, and don't make your identity um, about your trauma, I guess. And that's kind of, it's like he's glorifying that idea, you know. And, and is it trauma? I, don't, I mean, some are, but not, I think everything. I think there's definitely trauma. There's but... levels, but but trauma compared to other people's trauma? Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. Let's do another caller. Hi. Let's hear your story. Hey, this is Eric from Central Illinois calling. Uh, first, I, I want to apologize. Some of my stories I've called in have just been so dry uh, when Tony's talking about what he's looking for for stories and what you're feeling and blah, blah, blah. So um, hopefully this, this story meets that criteria. Um, so we, uh, we take the toddler to uh, swim lessons at the Y. And um, it was an older building, and... I I always like just a foul mood um, when we leave leave the uh, the building and I, I was it's almost like in a funk. It's really really hard to explain, uh, but I was just kind of like just felt blah uh, when I left the building. Uh, and they had, uh, earlier this year, they, they had built a new one. And this was, like, 
probably a week before uh, they were going to move, and they'd already started the process of moving uh, some of the equipment and whatnot uh, over there. And they had a bleacher set up to where you could sit and watch the kids in the pool, right there poolside. And so my partner and I, we're, we're both sitting there, and I'm, I'm sitting watching the lessons, and, and I just get this just uh, a blanket of dread that uh, just engulfs me. And I'm, and, and I'm feeling all of these different emotions, and, and I almost go into, like, a, a trance, and... and I didn't realize I was doing it, but um, I had like the one of those like money clip card holder things, and 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 I was using it, I guess, as a fidget spinner. I was holding it in one hand and spinning it with my my finger in the other, and I was doing it for I guess five or ten minutes. And my partner, she's just like, uh, "Are you okay?" And I and I look at her, and she's just like, "Are you gonna cry?" And I'm like. I, I think so. That like, I was just holding back everything that I could from just exploding in a uh, just a, a ball of emotions, and, and I'm just my leg was shaking, and I'm just like I, I just feel like just such sadness, uh, and uh, you know that once we got out of there, it went away, um, and. Since we moved to the, the new Y, I've never felt that uh, again. I've never felt anything like that before uh, in regards to just being in a location. I'll, doing paranormal investigations, I'll sometimes feel tightness in my chest or something. Uh, I think if something's trying to communicate, but uh, yeah, that was just really weird. So uh, thank you all very much and have a good one. Thanks for sharing your story with us. I think some places just kind of hold an energy. And if, if you're empathic enough or sensitive enough, you just kind of end up feeling it or taking it in and, and you don't really know why. And maybe too, you're in the right place in the building. Yeah. To really pick up on some of that. Cause he was always like very agitated mm -hmm. when he left or something like that. When he said, but that one place was this overwhelming, like, mm -hmm. I'm going to cry, which is a really weird thing to happen. Like, yeah. you can get, like, a weird feeling of dread. You can get that weird, what? ooh, I'm feeling uncomfortable. But it's not going to make me start crying. Yeah. it's So to have that overwhelming That's That's quite overwhelming if it's going to yeah. pull you that far. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know, like, anxiety can do that sometimes. But it, it, sometimes, I mean, if you just have no idea where the hell it's coming from, it's like, what? Yeah, what is this? Why? Yeah. Is this a dread thing? Is it? <clears throat> Fear. not uncommon it's this yeah. weird like i got a bad vibe right here mm -hmm. that sort of thing but that's way different than i'm gonna cry i can't cry is different yeah it's yeah. A, that's a different emotion yeah. but no interesting I, i've never had that happen i'd love to learn what actually you know i'd love to learn about war that building what happened to that building any history of that oh, building yeah. where you know, i think he's picking up on something uh historical in that building that's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. You can get a bonus episodes of the show, advanced episodes, and all of it ad-free. A great ad-free experience for you on Apple Podcasts. Check it out there. Try it for three days free uh, or on patreon.com slash Stories or on our website at ghostpodcast.com. Check it out and help keep our program on the air. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories
online.